Hello everybody, my name is Cole Newton and you are listening to the Glory Venture Podcast. What is a Glory Venture, you may ask? The Glory Venture is this. It is the journey you go on to find and fulfill your unique purpose that serves something greater than yourself. On this podcast, we help you clarify what it means to do that. How it means to find and fulfill your glory adventure. We want to help you do that. And the way we help you do that is by helping you discover the glory adventure principles, which are truth, love, faith, and hustle or hard work. Okay, these are the four principles I believe it takes to find and fulfill your unique purpose. So in a couple of the previous, few of the previous podcasts, we are going through the those four principles. We had our one on truth where we talked about how it is to analyze the truth in your life, kind of do a self-analysis of yourself and do a uh, an inventory check on who you are, um, what skills you may have, gifts you may have, what your qualities are. And then the second one, we did the podcast on love, you know, which is how your purpose should fill the needs and increase the quality of life for you and others. You know, that's what love is. It's good transfer to increase to fill a need or to increase the quality of life. Now, this is the episode four. We're diving into the third. I know episode four, third principle. It's a little confusing, but stick with me here. Hang with me. We're going to dive into the third principle of the glory venture, which is faith. Now, arguably, faith could be the first one, um, and at times it could be the third one. There's an argument for both ways, but I, this is the, the really the order in which I created the principles uh, originally is the way that they've stayed. There's really not a reason for them to be in order. You need all of them simultaneously to find a fulfilled glory venture. And so faith is very important, you know, and we want to discuss a list of three things that I believe if you're going to find and fulfill your glory venture that you must have faith in, whether you're on your journey to finding your purpose or you're on the journey of making that purpose come true out there implementing your gifts, your purpose into the world, impacting the world, right? So let's define faith. The dictionary definition of faith is this. It is a strong belief or trust in someone or something. A strong belief or trust in someone or something. Makes sense. Now, another definition of faith that I've heard growing up in the church as a Christian was this. It comes from Hebrews 11.1. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's what faith is. Being sure of what you hope for and certain of what we do not see. Now, there are three areas that I believe you must have faith in that pertains to your finding and fulfilling your glory venture, your purpose. All right, I want to dive into each of these three areas and explain what it is they mean to your purpose, your glory venture, And at the end, I want to talk about how you can create more faith in your life in these three areas and starve out the doubt, which I believe to be the thing that is the opposite of faith. Some people would say it's fear. I personally believe it's doubt. I think fear is a little bit different, just slightly. So much so that it's really, really, really hard to tell the difference. But the first area that you must have faith in as it pertains to your purpose, is the origin of your purpose. You have to know where your purpose comes from. You have to see either it comes from God, the creator, destiny, uh, greater power, mother nature, evolution. I don't care where, wherever you believe your glory comes from, you must have a feeling of certainty in that. 
That's very important. You know, my faith, my purpose, I believe it comes from my relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I believe God created us to be bearers of his image on earth. It talks about that in Genesis 1 in the Bible. You know, but Adam and Eve messed that up and they sinned. Romans 5.12 says, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. Death is the punishment for sin. That's why death exists in the world is because of sin. And I believe our purpose is to bear the image of God when God doesn't have any sin. He's expressing God-like qualities, awesome, amazing qualities that we all would hold in reverence, that we all would admire. But because of our sin, we don't see God and we don't understand God because we have fallen short of that. We, we've done something against God because we believe that we were God. But in actuality, he is God and we're just here to bear his image, to show off his attributes, the unique attributes that he gave us. Right? So death is our punishment for sin, as we saw in Romans 5.12. You know, we've all sinned. None of us have gone through this world without sinning. But God doesn't desire for us to die. He talks about that in 1 Timothy. You know, he, he has a desire that all of us will come to know him and be in relationship with him through Jesus Christ. For John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves us. But he can't let sin go unpunished. He's a just God. Just as if, just as if there was a judge and a, a murderer was put on trial, that judge, to be a good judge, would have to try that judge and justly punish him. That's what God does to us for our sin. That's why death entered the world. So Jesus came and he took the punishment for us on the cross. He took the, the punishment, the death that we deserved on the cross. And then he rose three days later, later conquering death. You know, in Romans 10, 9, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from sin. Saved from, saved from the punishment the wrath of God that God has to pour out according to his just character on us for sinning. You know, John 10, 10 says this, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief in this context, I believe we can, we can pretty much say is Satan. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to take away our image-bearing qualities. He doesn't want us to bear the image of God. He's lies. He lied to Eve and Adam in the garden saying that if you take the fruit, you'll be like God. Knowing good from evil. Well, he lied to them. They sinned. They fell short. Now they're separated from God. But but he wants us to bear, God wants us to bear his image. The devil doesn't. He comes to steal that away. You know, anything that keeps us from being great, from doing awesome, amazing, admirable things, whether that's being a leader or being a humble servant, these are all attributes of God that we admire. That's what he comes to steal away from us. But Jesus, same verse, John 10, 10. The second part of that verse is this. Jesus says, you know, it says, the thief comes to only steal, kill, and destroy. But the second part, Jesus is talking. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I put my faith in Jesus because he's given me more life. Right? Have to the full on this earth and in the life to come. You know, I believe when we die, there's, there's two options. 
I believe that, the, that there's, there's a place called heaven where God is. You know, God is everywhere, but heaven is where, where his, his kingdom is, where all his people gather. And we get to celebrate for all of eternity and get to enjoy him for all of eternity. All his angels, all his followers go there. Then there's a place called hell. That was created as a place of punishment, and it is full of God's wrath. And it's not a good place. The Bible talks about it in very, very terrible terms of a place called hell. And the, the, the tortures that will happen there are those who deserve it because of the sin that they've had. The Satan and, and the hell is a place where Satan goes with all of his followers. Now, Satan knows he can't win. But they, Satan does know he's going to bring out as many people with him as he can. That's what he tries to do. So anytime that you have, uh, you believe that God doesn't exist or that your purpose isn't important or that you don't have a reason for being on this earth, that it's just meaningless and you just live your little life and then die and that's it. No, 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 no. You are special. You are unique. As the Bible says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God to bear his image. Right? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a reason for being here on this earth. That's to bear God's image. But because of sin, we need Jesus to do that. You know, we're never going to be perfect, but Jesus comes so that at least in God's eyes, we're perfect and we can do as well as we can with his help, right? Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Some people ask, well, how do we know? How do you know who loves God? Who loves God? The Bible says that too. It says those who obey God's commands are the ones who love him. You know, I read the Bible and I try to obey his commands because I want to be like God. I don't, want to be, I don't want to be God, but I want to be like God. I want to show his likeness. I want to be an image bearer on earth. I believe God gave me the purpose of glory venture to help people be called to their purpose. God has a purpose. He created all of us with a purpose. And that's important. Right? It's very important to know where your purpose comes from. You know, whether you believe in God or, or, or something else, you must have conviction that your purpose is is sacred it's a sacred thing to have a purpose to have a meaning in this life i believe that that meaning that sacredness that sacred meaning comes from god right and you must believe that your purpose is sacred too whether you believe in god or not you know i, I believe you should listen and think about what i just talked about which is called the gospel so good news of god he sent his son to die for us think about that but you should know that you have a purpose it comes from somewhere special you are unique you are are a person that's on this earth for a reason, you know? And I believe you must have conviction in where your purpose comes from. Why must you have conviction? Because if you have conviction, having conviction is like the roots of like a tree. Pretend you're a tree. Make a, make a metaphor like you're a tree, right? If you're going to be a tree, you want to be an oak tree, big, strong, with deep roots. You know, can't be budged by anything. If you're like an oak tree in your purpose, that means you're strong and can't be moved. It's because you have deep roots. Those are your convictions that hold you strong to the ground, to the foundation. But if you don't have any conviction, you'll be like a weed, like a simple garden weed that can be easily pulled up from by hand. You must have conviction in where your purpose comes from and that you have a purpose. This is the first thing you must have faith in. You know, I wrote this down a while back. It says, I said, you must know that a specific future for the entire human race is fully dependent on you playing your part in it. You know, I, I, I hear of people playing, you know, doing awful things, committing suicide and depression, and they have a lack of meaning in their life, and they, they make the decision to commit suicide. And I, I have a heart for those people. I had a friend, someone I knew, a neighbor of ours that did that. 
And it makes me so sad because he felt, in my mind, it's like they, life got so bad. They felt that that was the best way to do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. God's got something better for you. You have a purpose. You have a meaning for being here. You should find that. Pick it up. You know, you you have a, a way in life to be fulfilled and find meaning. It has a purpose. Find your purpose. You will find fulfillment. Find meaning. Find joy in serving other people. Right? But you have to have conviction where your purpose comes from. That is the first thing you must have faith in to find and fulfill your glory venture. You have to believe it's there and for a really good reason. The second thing, the second thing you must put your faith in is your dream or vision for your purpose, for your glory venture. All right, everybody has to have a dream. You have to have a vision. Something for you have to have something, uh, an exciting future to look forward to. Right, you must have this. Everybody in history that, that's written in the name of history books had a dream, had a vision. I was listening to something earlier but that was talking about this and talked about how Columbus, he had a dream. He had a vision that the world was around. He believed this with everything in him. You know, everything he believed that the world was around. And he set out with the stakes of life and death to prove it. And he proved it. That dream, that vision came true. And he changed the world forever. You know, proving that the world was around instead of a flat. Another thing is this, you know, uh, a Pastor Erwin McManus said this. He said, in the same way bees create hives and ants create colonies, humans create futures. But those futures first begin in our imagination. We start creating them in our imagination and eventually we have a complete uh, uh, I don't think it's ever completed, but we have a very clear dream or vision or picture of what that future looks like in our mind. You know, you have to do that. You know, that picture, you should dream of what your purpose is, how it's going to impact the world, make it a better place. Albert Einstein says this, he says, imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited. Whereas imagination Embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Mm, what a great quote from one of the greatest scientific minds of all time. Believed big time in imagination. You have to have faith in your dream or vision. That's what makes it exciting is knowing that there's some special future out there. You know, when I get up in the morning and I, I, I either read my Bible or drink a cup of coffee and then I start reading whatever book I'm reading. And usually that book helps me out in an area. It's usually a nonfiction book. But sometimes sometimes books are instructional, but the ones I enjoy the most that I get into are the ones that, that sh talk about a dream, a vision, you know, a better future. You know, any book that can connect the information it has in it to it, any book that can connect the information it has in it to creating and building a better future, I'm all in. I love books like that. They inspire me. They, they, they spark a fire in me that really gets me going. And that's the most exciting thing. You know, you got to have a dream. got to have a vision. You got to have something to look forward to in life. You know, and I think we should all have one. Whether it be big, and, you know, a dream, a vision that encapsulates the whole world, that changes the whole world, or something small. A dream for your family. A dream for you. A dream job. A dream position. A dream career. A dream business. Got to have a dream. Right. The third thing, the third thing you must 
have faith in is yourself. You must have faith in yourself. Look at all the humans in history. We've talked a little bit about them having dreams and visions, but they, they all saw the dream and the vision. What else did they have to have? They had to have confidence. They had to have belief and faith in the fact that they could create that future, that vision, that dream. You have to have faith in yourself. You're a human being. You know, all human beings are special. You're unique. And they have gifts and abilities to do things that no other human being on earth can do. You know, you are, you're special. You're unique. Let me just uh, put a theoretical situation out there for you to explain something. You know, what, let's imagine that everyone listening to this podcast, you know, everyone you know has 100 IQ, right? You know, the world ain't listening to this podcast, so there's still people out there. Can anyone out there... All the other people, can any of them have a, a, a thousand IQ? No, no, I don't think so. I've never heard of a, a thousand IQ. I've heard of a 200 IQ, you know, but I've never, I've never heard of a thousand IQ. You know, obviously, so, so the humans in history, they can't be 10 times smarter than we are. You know, they're, they're not extraordinary. They're not extraordinary as some people. They're, they're, it's not, there's just only so much difference we can have in our intelligence at least for the most part and here's a let me give you ask you another question let's just say this let's say you know if you think you're not smart enough that should, should prove that at least you have some intelligence but the second thing is this let's just put it this way let's say you know we each have all human beings we each have 24 hours in a day right and let's say we sleep for eight hours and outside now now we only have 16 left 16 hours left. If everybody sleeps for eight hours, you have 16 hours left. Can anybody go out there and work 160 hours, 10 times more than that? No. They're limited by only a 24-hour day. They can't go work 10 times longer than we can. You know, they don't have 10 times more time than we do. That doesn't make any sense. So if nobody's 10 times smarter than you, and nobody has 10 times more time than you do, then how come people have created 10 times more impact than you have? It's because they had a dream and they have faith in themselves to go create that impact. Human beings are uniquely gifted to create futures. We have to have faith in ourselves that we can do this. You gotta have faith in yourself. I've been reading uh, Think and Grow Rich for the second time lately. And the first part it talks about, you have to have a definitive desire. You just have to have something in your mind that's super clear, that you have strong convictions about, that you're gonna have. And you're not gonna, you've, you've counted the cost of it, and that's it. You're gonna get that thing. It's just an unending faith, the desire for something, a conviction. They said that's one of the keys to success when it comes to money or anything for that matter. You got to have a conviction and faith in yourself that you can get it. People who are successful in this world, they only have doubts at certain times, but ultimately they have faith to keep moving forward and get it done. You got to have faith in yourself. No one is extraordinary. There are some people who are labeled geniuses. I believe that. Personally, I believe everyone's a genius. Another Einstein quote says, everyone's a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll go its whole life thinking it's stupid. That's why you have, to, you have a unique purpose. That's why I say there's a unique purpose. 
Fish can't climb trees, and monkeys can't swim into the deep depths of the ocean. <laughs> right? We gotta stay in our own lanes. That's why you gotta study truth, love, faith, and hard work. That's why you gotta figure out who you are, your unique gifts. That's why you have to have that. And once you find that thing, I think you'll be able to see yourself having faith in those things because you'll see that you have the capability of the raw talent that you can develop to go out and get those things. It's very important. Steve Jobs said this. He says, everything around us that we call life was made up by people no smarter than you. Got away from my notes for a second there, but that deals perfectly with what we were just talking about with the 10 times intelligence and the 10 times more time. Nobody has that. You know, but the world is still here. Then people have done amazing things throughout history. Absolutely mind-boggling things like the pyramids. People say, oh, they can't be re- remade today. There's no way we can do it with modern technology. Really? You're telling me some Egyptians a long, long, long time ago created that then. And somehow as human beings have progressed, we can't create it now. It sounds to me like not that we have an intelligence problem. Or a technological problem. It sounds like we're having a faith problem. You got to have faith that it can be done again. I think we can remake the pyramids if we want to. We just have to have faith in it. It's silly to think that. It's kind of silly when you really think about it. How in the world could they do something thousands of years ago and now we can't do it today? You kidding me? But have faith in yourself. Right? Have faith in yourself. That's the third thing. Now I want to talk about one more thing. I want to give you some pointers uh, on building faith. What does it mean to have faith in something and to build faith, to create faith, to have more faith, right? Like you have to have first and foremost the right mindset. I'm going to get up for a second and walk across the room here in my office. I have a a book over here that I want to reference because I want to make a suggestion to you. I think you should go get this book. I'm going to do a deep dive podcast on this eventually, but this book is absolutely amazing. This book that I'm holding now is called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And the subtitle for it is The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential. I think part of our purpose is at least trying to achieve our potential. Grant Cardone, a businessman, says, and I'm not saying this is blank statement or I agree with this 100%, but he says there's, there really isn't any d- depression out there. It's just people who know they have not fulfilled their potential and need to go try to do that. People are not chasing their potential, and that's why there's depression in the world. And, you know, I agree somewhat with that, but I know that there's other different clinical, medical, physical reasons why people have depression, so I don't want to rule those out. But, but I kind of believe that in some way, shape, or form. Some days I get depressed. I'm like, oh, this day's not going very well. It's kind of sucky. When I look back, the reason why is I haven't done anything with it. I know I've, I've wasted time. I've goofed off. I've done things that are, are negative. Like I went and ate a bad meal or had some junk food, made me feel bad. Like I'm making poor decisions. That's why I get depressed. You know, that's why you got to have the right mindset. So the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. The entire book is she is comparing two types of mindsets. There's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Now, a fixed mindset is a person, you know, we've all bumped into people with fixed mindsets. You may be one of them. Oh, that's not possible. I can't do this. You got to have money to make money. Uh, you know, other people can have those things, but I can't. You know, they're the, the, the poor me, I, I can't do anything bigger, better. I can't do anything special. 
Um, it's these people with these bad mindsets, negative, negative people in a sense. And they, they believe they have a, a fixed intelligence, that they're only so smart. I'm not very smart. You know, I'm lazy. You know, they have a bad mindset that they can't grow. Now, then there's a growth mindset. A growth mindset isn't like, I can do everything. I'm, I'm all powerful in this. It's not that. It's not this crazy, you know, unachievable thing. It's, it's how can I overcome it? You know what? That's a big problem. I've never come across that one before. You know what? I bet I could solve it, though, if I really think about it. I bet if I worked harder and, and studied more and, and, fig- and go ask more people how they solve this problem, I bet I could figure it out. It's the sense of always having hope that a problem or a, a goal or a dream or a vision that you have can be achieved. You just have to try harder, learn more, um, whatever you have to do. You have to have a, it's a growth mindset. A mindset that I can take well, who I am now and grow to become the person necessary to solve that problem, to accomplish that goal. That's what it means to have a, a growth mindset. This book, like I said, is by Carol Dweck. She's a PhD in psychology, but it's called Mindset. Go pick it up. It's a great, great book. It's one of my favorite books. But another thing that, you know, when it comes to these things is a, another tip that I'll give you is affirmations. You know, I think we've a lot of people have seen the movie The Help. And there's a scene in this movie, you know, where she's talking, she's helping raise this little girl and she goes, "You is kind, you is smart, you is important. You is kind, you is smart, you is important." She keeps repeating that to this little girl cuz she wants this little girl to believe those things. Those are called affirmations. She's affirming this in the little girl. Personally, I don't think those are very good because the second you come across something that says you're not kind, you're not smart, you're not important, you're going to start doubting if that's true. I think a better version of that would be you are hardworking, you are intelligent, you have what it takes to overcome anything. See, that's a great – those are great affirmations. You should have affirmations like that. A lot of successful people give credit to affirmations because they help brainwash your brain. You know, People think brainwashing is a bad thing. Well, use it to your advantage. Program your subconscious mind through affirmations, through a belief system that helps support your goals, your dreams, your vision. They can really help you overcome mental barriers. And if you can overcome mental barriers and belief barriers, most of the time you'll probably overcome physical barriers, obstacles in your life. Some of them you might realize, really, that really wasn't much of an obstacle to begin with. I just didn't think I could do it. But once you went and started and figured it out, you're like, oh, okay. That was easier than I thought it would be. You know, sometimes we get through things in life like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. You know, but we have to we have to go through with the right mindset. Sometimes if you have a really stinky mindset, you sh- you got to use affirmations, things like that to, to build it up. You know, the Bible says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Romans 10, 17. When it comes to Christian faith... You know, memorizing Bible verses and memorizing what God said in the book, uh, in his different you know books in the Bible, memorizing verses helps build our faith. You can use that same trick because God created the mind. You can use that same thing to your advantage to build faith in other things. It's by saying affirmations, All right? You know, in the same along the same lines, be very careful what you're thinking. You know, your thoughts. One of the thoughts that I struggle with lately is I don't have enough time in a day and enough focus to get everything done that I want to get done. 
I've believed that for a long time. I've realized that that's a, a thought that's very ingrained in my head. I've thought that about myself for a long time, and I realized recently, uh, through the help of a of a good friend and some other people, that that's a thought that's not true. That's a lie from Satan. I'm created in God's image. Yes, I, I'm a physical being, and I I'm not infinite. I don't have infinite energy or infinite, you know, time. But I have enough time to get done what God wants me to get done in a day. That's important, right? And by the way, all these keys I'm giving you to build up faith is the same keys you need to fight doubt, which I believe is the opposite of faith. Doubt in your life will kill your dream, will kill your vision, will kill your search and your fulfillment of your purpose. You can't doubt. You got to have faith. Well, that's it for this podcast of that's it for this episode of the Glory Venture Podcast. If you ever want to feel like reaching out to me, uh, my Instagram handle is uh, – I have a public Instagram. You can send me a message on there, and I'll see it. My my Instagram handle is cole.newton.gv1 for Glory Venture 1. C-O-L-E period N-E-W-T-O-N period G-V numeral 1. So reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you if this benefited you in any way, shape, or form, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. And if you haven't, go back and listen to the other episodes. They support this episode and will give you a more well-rounded understanding of what the Gorevich philosophy is all about, um, how it uh, can help you shape your life to find fulfillment and purpose and meaning through serving something bigger than yourself. That's your glory venture. You have a glory venture. Go out there and find it. Go out there and fulfill it. Y'all have a good day.